it good? Aha! Now it good. Now it good. Now it good. Now it good. Welcome to Gameiversary, where once a month we talk about a game celebrating an anniversary. This month, what month is it? April. I don't know anymore. Smooth. <laughs> it's April. So I feel like almost every game company has their mascots, right? You got Nintendo with Mario. You got Microsoft with Master Chief. And you got Sony that switches every like couple years. I feel. Between, like, Crash Bandicoot, sometimes Nathan Drake, sometimes Kratos. They don't really know. But PC never really had a mascot, did it? PC's kind of like a wild west of the gaming market, I feel. And a lot of people say that Valve's mascot would be Gordon Freeman. But I feel like Portal, the game we're talking about, specifically Portal 2, I feel like since that's more popular with the casuals, that would be more PC's mascot. At least of the early 2000s, 2010s. The casuals, yes. So we're doing Portal 2. <laughs> I'm Kevin, the guy who messes up all the intros by doing it twice. I'm Brandon. I'm Leif. And I'm Silver. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> rolling right into it. Puzzle 2 is a puzzle platform. By... Puzzle 2. What? Puzzle 2? You, you said Puzzle 2. Anyway, it's a puzzle platform by Valve, released on April 18th, 2011, on Windows, Mac OS X, Linux, PS3, Xbox 360, digital PC, distributed by Valve Steam Service, and all retail editions were distributed by Electronic Arts. Really? EA? Yeah. EA published the game in the physical release? Yeah. Alright, well... Interesting. Interesting. It was announced in March 2010, and after release, Valve released downloadable content and a simplified map editor. Work began began almost immediately after Portal 1, which had a team of 7 to 8 people, while Portal 2 had 30 to 40. That That's a kind of a big upgrade. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense, because I've played both, and Portal 2 looks just so good. And it's definitely a much longer game. You could oh, beat yeah. Portal 1 in like an hour. Yeah. yeah. Interestingly enough, Valve initially planned to exclude portals from Portal 2. You for, took one of my fun facts! <laughs> for five months, they focused on a mechanic called F-Stop. Specifics have not been discussed on the game during release as they plan to use it in a future game. Up until 2020, where Lunchhouse software revealed F-Stop was going to be used in the game Exposure, where the player would take photos of an object to store them in the camera where they could use to rotate and scale the object. Oh, okay. That's that cool. was originally going to be Portal 2's main game mechanic. But if you get rid of the portals... From it the game, called, from the game Portal. called Portal, what's even the point? The F-Stop Focus game would take place in 1950s and would not have featured Shell or GLaDOS, and instead followed a new test subject with Cave Johnson, who attempted immortality by uploading himself to an AI that would take control of a robot army. Playtesters liked the idea, but were disappointed in the lack of portals in the game called Portal. Gabe Newell directed the team to change the game focus, so Portal 2 was officially announced on... March 5th, 2010, through Game Informer. March 1st, Portal 1 got the achievement Transmission Received, the one where the player brings in-game radios to specific locations, revealing sound effects that were a part of an ARG. Oh, oh the ARG. And a second patch on March 3rd changed the ending to show Shell being dragged back into the facility. Legit, I don't remember the ending before that. Yeah. I always yeah. remembered as the ending being, well, Shell gets dragged in. Yeah. I Legit do not remember. Yeah, apparently it wasn't originally that. like that. On March 5th, Game Informer announced Portal 2's official release on the cover of the April issue. In the following week, when Gabe Newell accepted the Pioneer Award at the at the Game Developers Conference 2010, a fake blue screen of death appeared on the screen behind him, with a message likely from GLaDOS which hinted at there being a more Portal 2 news at the upcoming E3. Nice. Two weeks before E3, game journalists received a cryptic email worded like replaced by a surprise posted by both Aperture Science and Valve. The surprise ended up being the announcement of Portal 2 also coming to PS3. Oh, that's interesting. 
It sounded like a threat almost yeah. when you were reading that. It's Valve's, flat off after all. Valve yeah. sent something to game journalists <laughs> two weeks before E3. It was a message from Aperture Science. Yeah. It sounds like a threat. It really it is. Yeah. It sounds like Gabe Newell showing up the E3 all like, I am holding everyone up in the E3 building until we announce Portal 2. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's just about all I got, so... Alright. Okay, in terms of gameplay, it's one of those games that's based off of, like, one central gimmick, and then they just add more onto that and do it really, really well. Yeah. For example, I feel like it's almost similar to things like Super Hot in that way. Yeah. That they do a gimmick really well and expand upon it. Yeah, well, well most games do this. Uh, it's called a game loop, the primary game loop. You want to design your game, especially a small indie game, around this primary game loop, and then add secondary loops around that main loop to make it more interesting. So I guess for an example, the primary gameplay loop is you got two portals, and you gotta solve physics puzzles with these two portals. That's the main primary gameplay loop. However, the secondary loops would be something like, okay, now let's introduce speed gel or jump gel. Uh, yeah. into the game that you could move around with portals, but also you would have to land on the jump. That would be a secondary loop with the gels themselves. Yeah. Or even a smaller thing would be, in the very beginning of the game, the only thing they're using portals for is transportation, and then they add cubes after that. Yes, and then you got to figure out how to transport cubes without transporting yourself sometimes and, and getting stuck. momentum puzzles. Yeah. Those are... Probably some of my favorite puzzles. I love those. Puzzles. Especially the ones where you have to place portals in air and you're yeah. going through multiple cycles. Yes, yes. I love those. Though I, I feel like this conversation could also be linked to Portal 1 and not specifically Portal 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's because... Gameplay-wise, they're very similar. Yeah. Portal 2 just has some more hazards and more stuff in it to make the puzzles different and more entertaining. Yeah. Did the puzzles Portal... are pretty much the same. Did Portal 1 have light bridges? No, it did not. Mm-hmm. The light bridges are in, only in Portal 2. And uh, same thing, of course, the, the... The, like, spiral things... Oh, the little gravity well things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. those are only in Portal 2. Yeah. Um, so are the, like, lasers with the laser cubes, and you gotta reflect the lasers. The laser cubes are Portal 2, the lasers themselves. Oh, yeah, there were, one. There, there were lasers in Portal 1. Same with the balls of energy. Yeah, the little balls of energy to, uh, that yeah. just one-shot you. Aren't those, wait, aren't those a copy from Half-Life? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure they're just the exact asset from half-life they make the same sound effects too uh, and you know it's, it's made really in the cool. same engine and yeah. it's supposed to be a physics demo so of course you're just going to reuse a bunch of assets yeah i kind of like that though yeah yeah and then they're like you know what let's just link the two franchises yeah yeah uh i guess we're getting now more in story here if you didn't know the half-life universe and the portal universe are one and the same yeah even in the song still alive yes and still alive alive, they mentioned black mesa which i'm not sure if their original (laughs) intent was supposed to be to connect the universes or to just like yep this is just a random nod to uh Valve's most popular game at the time. Yeah. Because we use the same engine. And then Portal 2 happened, and then, yeah, the games are definitely linked. Yeah, and unfortunately, no Portal 3. Yep. I think Valve mentioned when making Half-Life Alex that they did bounce around a bunch of different IPs for their big VR game, and one of them was Portal. That would have been terrible for VR. Yeah, yeah, that would have been absolutely sickening. Especially the momentum puzzles. Yes. I don't think anyone would have been able to handle it, and would have been cool, but also, I don't think it would have played well I in, do. In I VR. would really like, though, something like a, like a smaller Portal game, not necessarily with Shell or anything. It's sort of like how Half-Life Alex is with uh, Alex. Well, Alex instead of Freeman. <laughs> Yeah. Um. I th- I think that would be really cool to see finally because okay. Portal, Portal maybe 3 like a is scientist or something. Yeah, that would be awesome seeing their point of perspective. Maybe. I would love that because I've been wanting a Portal three. Yeah. Maybe, hey, maybe they can revisit that prequel idea. Maybe. I I I think especially since now I feel like gaming communities are more accepting of spinoffs than they used to be. Yeah. I'm pretty sure as long as you, like, title name a portal story, 
Yeah. Kind of like what Star Wars does with like Rogue One and Solo. They call it Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Where it, it it's not the main cast, but it's a spinoff in the universe. Yeah. They could do that. I think they did something similar with like a very backed fan community mod. Actually, yeah, they did do that. Yeah, the oh. gel gun or something. The gel gun. I don't remember. I didn't do trivia on that specific one. Yeah, I I'm feel sorry, like I fans heard, of that. I feel like I heard about... And another... it had like a prototype portal gun in it. Oh. Um, it was... Valve really likes doing these um, Valve-backed community mods to the yeah. point where they've even backed some really terrible ones. Hmm. Specifically, one called Hunt Down the Freeman. Have you never heard of that game? No. Hunt Down the Freeman was... It, it wasn't really a mod. It, it was a game that took place in the Half-Life universe that was really hyped up. I think it was made in the Unity engine. And uh, they were selling it on, on Steam with Valve's approval to use the IP. Um, I'm not sure legally how all that works, like how much of the cut they get or like what you have to do to do that. But anyway, they were backed by Valve to do it. And when they released it, it was really bad. It, was, it sounded like fan fiction. The game played horribly. And to top it all off, the little cherry on top. Most of the assets weren't theirs. Ooh. They were either stolen, bought off as standard assets from the Unity store, or really terrible. Ooh. That's a yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And, but anyway, Valve really likes doing these, and there are some good examples, like the Portal one we're talking about, which I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. That is a prequel. Um, speaking of prequels and sequels... Uh, one of my trivia things that I have here that I wrote down even before looking it up just because I knew it was even though there are only two Portal games there are technically three credit songs uh, with the third one being titled You Wouldn't Know and it's in the game Lego Dimensions. Yes. Yeah. Oh. The game Lego Dimensions um, Portal Pack has a portal. If you don't know what Lego Dimensions is it's basically like Skylanders one of those toys to life things. Or Amiibos. Or Amiibo. Well, Amiibos don't have a specific game. Yeah, well, it's the same concept. Yeah, where it was just like you know, a physical figure you would put on a little like portal thing and you would play as those characters. And there was a Lego one and it was like a big giant crossover game with a bunch of different IPs. And one of them was Portal. Um, so there's a level in the game where you fight GLaDOS and she talks to HAL 9000. Uh, and, and it's, it's a really cool cameo. But at the end of the game, um, they decided instead of doing like a normal like Lego playable title sequence, they decided to do a Portal song. And I think they said it's non-canonical because GLaDOS mentions meeting Batman and everything because that's the game. Batman's in the game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but it is... Written and sung by the original creators of Portal. That's so, so cool. It's GLaDOS's voice singing the song. It's the original creators of the past two songs who made this song for LEGO Dimensions. And it's really good. And I feel like not a lot of Portal fans know it exists just because it's in like some random LEGO game that no one cared about. Yeah. If your name wasn't LEGO Star Wars or LEGO Harry Potter, no one really cares about you. Yeah. <laughs> well, or LEGO Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah, that one too. Yeah. That one isn't as big as the yeah. other two. Yeah. But it, it's still, it's still up, up there. there. Yeah. Is the game you're talking about Portal Stories Mel? Yes, it's Mel. Uh, yes, I remember because Mel was originally going to be... Uh, the protagonist of the prequel. And they kept trying to put Mel into the game somehow. Um, again, original. It was going to replace Shell, Mel, in the prequel. But then they scrapped that idea. And then when they made the co-op mode, it originally wasn't going to be the two robots. It was going to be Shell and Mel. Ooh. But then the game designers thought, it's co-op. People are going to be failing all the time. And we probably don't want humans in there. Yeah. And... Like, just an excuse to respawn. Let's just make robots that just build. Yeah, that was a good call. Um, I like the I like the robots. They're, they're great. But they kept trying to put Mel in... They really wanted Mel in this game, obviously, because Mel gets mentioned a lot. And I think this community slash dev-backed uh, mod, or whatever it is, I'm not sure if it's even a mod anymore, um... 
That's what the Steam store lists it as. Yeah. Other things I do want to mention, I have on my wish list something called Portal Reloaded, which is another. Which is another one of those community dev-backed mods. It's a plan to release this month in April. Oh, they're still doing things? Yeah, there was a patch on March 3rd, actually. Really? What'd it do? I don't remember. I just yeah. saw a patch and I'm like, that's cool. Oh. And look at what it was. Oh, when when I you were doing was, research for the game. Yeah. I think it was like a tiny like, oh, we fixed this this thing with like language <laughs> problems or whatever. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at my note. Uh my note for my next little bit of trivia is uh at the end of the game there's a turret opera. Uh and it seems really random and out of place because it, it's before the end credit song. It's yeah. between the last boss and, like, you leaving, and, like, there's a, tr- there's a turret opera as you're leaving, and then once you've left, it plays the end credits. There's actually a reason for this. Uh, it's a nod to the phrase, it's not over until the fat lady sings. Oh, and that's why the main lead turret singing is a chonker, that's what I wrote, chonker of a turret. Wow. Is because it, it's just that phrase. Okay. Which is interesting and really random to put in. Yeah. yeah. Can I reference someone else's video? <laughs> sure, credit if it, them, if though. It re- if it refers to this. It, if it relates to the topic. Okay, it relates to the topic. Um, according to someone on YouTube called Noodle, they're an animator. Uh-huh. Uh, they did this really cool video on adaptive music in games, and they mentioned that... I'm not sure if it if it is true, but assuming it is, they mentioned that the 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 music that plays when you get cl- when you get close to the companion cube is a light motif that appears in both the light bridge sound effect and in the operatic finale. Oh, yeah. that's uh, interesting. That might not be right, but assuming it is, I'm pretty sure it's right. I I think I've watched Noodle's videos before and. They're pretty good at, like, music theory and video games. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ah, crap. Is that the person who... I know there's someone out there who makes, like, really good portal animations. No, that's, uh, Harry something. Yeah. Okay. His first name's Harry. Uh, what is Harry Pottage? I think it is. Something what is like his series? What is uh, Meet the Course? Yeah, he does Meet the Course. Yes. Let me see if I can. Uh, he's mm. he's done like music parodies, but in the yes. Portal universe. I learned he does the voices. Harry One Hundred One oh, yeah. UK. Yes, Harry One Hundred One UK. Yes. Um. Interesting dude. My next my next note. Um, I'm not sure you've heard of this silver. I'm pretty sure the rest of us have. Oh. Do you know who Douglas Ratman is? Douglas Ratman. I don't know. I love the Ratman stuff in both Portal 1 and Portal 2. Oh, wait, are they, are they the, is that the... So. I think I, I think I know what you're talking about. So. I'm intrigued. In the game, both Portal 1 and 2, Mm -hmm. you know how sometimes you could go behind the walls, like there will be a panel like sticking out and you could go behind it and there's like crazy man drawings all over the place yes uh that is done by a character i'm not sure if, is this official their I, name or is I, that a fan name i'm not sure is it the lore about that person? oh wait there was yeah. a comic yes there was a comic and that was his name right yeah because i've heard of the that lore mm-hmm. so his name's douglas ratman i think the original name is a fan name and it just got adapted yeah into the lore um but he only ap- actually appears in the game once. What? He does appear. Um, or or it's some other person, but most people think it's him. It's Douglas Ratman. Uh, he only appeared for one frame. Of course. You must pause at the perfect time on the elevator during the opera, mm-hmm. and you're able to see him run in the background. Interesting. Oh. For one frame? For like... Uh, I'm pretty sure one frame is an exaggeration because I remember watching a video of this back when Portal 2 first released. I remember mm-hmm. watching a video about this after I beat the game. And it it's not exactly one frame. 
he just runs really fast past like one tiny little window in a corner. Uh. Uh. Um, no one's sure if it's actually Douglas Ratman, but it's someone, and fan theories are it's him. He's been in there the whole time because he leads you. Mm-hmm. He actively leads you, like in Portal 1, he leads you to go the opposite way GLaDOS is telling you. So he's obviously actually there, and it's not just old scribblings. Yeah. Um, but people theorize when you escape, you could see him also escape. Because oh. even though I haven't played Portal myself, I have on occasion watched like hour-long videos about the lore. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild how in-depth a lot of the lore is. Mm -hmm. Especially when you try to connect it to the Half-Life series, and then it just opens a new can of worms. Um, Speaking of Ratman, I don't have this written down. I remember there was this song, I don't remember what the band was called, called Exile or something, and people often used it for Portal uh, AMVs. And the band that sung it um, held a contest saying, hey, best video that you do using our song will, like, win a prize or something. <laughs> and the one that won was not Portal related. Oh. Okay. The band had no idea what Portal was at the time, I think. Uh. And the one that won was just, like, some guy with a really good camera walking around with a sock puppet lip syncing to the song in, like, That's an open field. low-key the dumbest thing I've heard. That's... So, all these beautifully animated, like, uh, AMVs using the song that were Portal-related did not win because the band didn't really know about Portal enough. Mm. Ooh, that's sad. Because animation takes a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And walking around with a sock puppet doesn't doesn't Well, he had a really good camera. Yeah. And and he he knew how to, like, like, film it and do the right shots. he got a prize for being rich, basically, having a camera? Well, like, he he knew how to, like, actually... He... He he was a skilled film person, I assume. Yeah. A cinematographer? And I just wanted to apologize to all the listeners if we get a bunch of this information wrong, because some of this information is just all like, yeah, I remember this thing from, like, ten years ago. Yeah. After all, at the end of the day, we're just four friends just kind of vibing in front of a mic. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just remembered a, like, wild theory mm-hmm. I heard. I don't know if it's true at all, mm-hmm. but supposedly some people think that, like, there's a person inside the companion Oh, inside cube. the companion queue. Ah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so because... Do you boys know anything further about that? I'm not sure... Do you guys remember if this was ever confirmed that in Portal 1, when you put the companion cube in the furnace... It, like, cries. It, like, cries. Was that ever confirmed? That that it's actually, like, in the game? I think multiple people have done the test. I'm not really sure. But I mean, like, by the devs. By the devs? Uh, Probably not. I don't know. Um, I don't remember. Okay. I think you could hear it, but then again, I'm not sure if it's just one of those clickbaits where they just put it yeah. over, and that one video is I mean, what got people talking about it. GLaDOS kind of teases you in Portal 2, because there is one chamber uh, where you get to have the companion cube again, and she just fizzles it constantly in front of you. Yes. And that is the only test chamber that doesn't have an evaporation grid at the end of the chamber, and you could manipulate the chamber to take the cube out with you, mm-hmm. but right before you get to the elevator, GLaDOS will evaporate it in front of you, and will say, I think that one was about to say, I love you. They are sentient, after all. We oh, just have yeah. a ton of them. Yeah. Because my personal take on it is it's probably an AI. Yeah. Like all the others. Actually, that's related to one of my notes. Um, robots. Ooh. Okay, that is actually related to one of my notes. So, when I was doing research on this, I found out the original idea for this game got really dark at some point. Oh. Like, questionably dark. <clears throat> like, I know the game has dark humor, mm-hmm. like the one you just mentioned about the Companion Cube. But, like, it got strangely, like, this is weird. This almost sounds like an urban legend kind of dark. Mm-hmm. And one of them relating to this cube was... 
there's some unused dialogue found in the Portal 2 files that suggests that Cave Johnson did not die before being uploaded into the computer, much like his memo suggests. In fact, he would have been stored in a cube, similar to the companion cube, and would have been plugged into a wall. In order to get through to the next chamber, you would need to disconnect and kill this cube. And, in fact, Cave begs for death, saying, quote, My life is torture, please kill me. You would also have to climb upon his dead-slash-dying corpse to get to the next chamber. Hmm. This is confirmed, by the way. Wow. Due to just looking through the sound files. Ooh, so, wow. like, his whole human body in... I'm assuming that's what it means. <clears throat> the cube? I'm assuming you would later find his corpse. Oh, okay. But that one's kind of, like, oddly dark. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think anything Valve has done has got... Well, I'm probably going to be proven wrong, but... Like, I don't... I can't think of anything off the top of my head that is immediately just that dark. Yeah, this sounds like a creepypasta it really almost. Does. Yeah. Um... And speaking of sound files, I didn't write this down because I was debating whether or not to even talk about this. Hmm. Just because of, like, how dark it is. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also some sound files of... What's her name? Caroline? The scientist lady? The the girl that is GLaDOS. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Caroline. There's some files in the game of Caroline um, of, like, her screaming and saying things that suggest she is being forced into a computer or something. Oh, yeah. That suggests that she's being forced to be uploaded into the AI. Yeah, I think think, uh, there was one mention that Caroline did not want to become GLaDOS, but I don't think mm -hmm. that made it in. But but the sound files exist. Um, However, they didn't want to add it in for whatever reason, and there's a fan theory that says why. The fan theory is they cut it because it suggests rape or rape themes. You might want to censor me saying that. Okay. Um, and because of those, the voice actor for Cave Johnson, who was supposed to be in this scene, his files are missing. Ooh. His sound files. Because the actor refused that, to do honestly, this scene. You know what? That honestly makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if there was a scene, <clears throat> whether it's... Would it be like a flashback or just like... You would have... Uh, how Portal plays its its backstory is you just hear them through audio logs that you pick up while you're in like underground aperture which is the old aperture science okay well they play over the the loudspeakers they they play over live speakers yeah then i feel like that definitely could have been something like implied of a like non-consensual situation well i mean either way it wouldn't have been but yeah and that's another thing that's why i didn't write it down was because i wasn't sure like do i even mention this because this is super super dark yeah i'm glad that didn't make it in because i love portal if that was in that would would just be such a weird contradictory thing well i was gonna say if the fan theory is correct Mm -hmm. it makes sense from like a i guess like publisher perspective to remove it yeah um because it would make people very uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, it makes me uncomfortable thinking, those are in the game. Those sound files are still there. Yeah. yeah. But they just don't play. Would it have made you even more uncomfortable to actually hear them in context? Probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. I, I would be so... Yeah. Ugh. Because, again, as I said, Portal does have dark humor, but it, like, obviously draws a line. Yeah. Yes. Well, even, even that, like... That's humor. Yeah, you're and right. That's humor. That's like, oh, this is a, a serious. Yeah, it, it it takes it from like, oh, this is like that's dark, but this is still a good time to like, whoa. Yeah, that's a little far. So that makes me think. Um, since Valve hasn't talked about what their original plans for Portal Two after the prequel, what was this game going to be? Like, yeah. how dark were they willing to go for this game at first? Yeah. And I mean, like, the setting so, sort of does lend itself to that. Yeah, the abandoned aperture. Like, 
with how Portal 1 was, I don't think it would have turned out good. Me neither. And I think it's a good call, call that they removed it. Yeah. Um, slightly lighter uh, trivia that I have here. Do you know who plays Cave Johnson? Not really. I don't believe so. It's J.K. Simmons. You might also know him as Joe... Uh, what? J. J. Jonah Jameson from the 2002 live-action Spider-Man movies. Oh, oh, uh. wow! I yeah, you, I actually, wait a minute. So, so now that you're hearing it in your head, like, give me pictures of Spider-Man. Oh my gosh! But like in Cave Johnson's voice, it's all like, oh, that's the same dude. That's yeah. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Give me pictures of lemons, goddammit! <laughs> yes. I don't want your damn Spider-Mans. What am I supposed to do with these? Man to see Spider-Man's manager. Make Spider-Man rule a day and thought it could give Joe Jana... Well, I can't say his name. It's a lot of J's. It's too many J's. Do you know who I am? I'm the publisher of the Daily Bugle. (laughs) (laughs) That that one doesn't hit as well. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of that rant... The I'm Different turret. Oh, yes! Do you know about the I'm Different turret? I know about the lemon rant, but I don't think I know about the turret. Towards the start of the game, where where you're carrying Wheatley through, you pass by one of the tubes, and it has one active turret at it, in it, who will say hello to you, as the turrets normally do, (laughs) and Wheatley will just dismiss it, like, goodbye, we're just moving through. But if you stay long enough, It'll say, I'm different. Way later in the game, where you're going under um, GLaDOS's radar to disable the turret systems and the um, the neurotoxin, you, you, of course, swap the turrets for the d- defective ones, making the system scrap all of the normal turrets. And then even later, you go down to, like, the scrap belts... And you find the I'm different turret in there, and you could actually pick it up and save it. Oh, that's so And it'll so say cool. thank you. I didn't know that. And if you stay with it for a while, it will mention, get mad. I don't oh, yeah. want your lemons. Yeah, oh. it will start quoting it. it I he will start about him. quoting Cave Johnson. Oh, I should I should really fully play through the game again. There's a lot of like little things like that in a lot of Valve's games. Yeah. Especially little, uh, Portal. Yeah. yeah. Valve, Valve does some good when they when they uh, actually release games. Yeah. They do some good stuff. Since I know we will never hear the end of this. Um, we are talking about a portal situation, which means we do have to talk about the cake. Oh, yeah. The cake yes. and the lion, how it's a meme. Yeah, But that's in Portal 1. The, yeah, portal that is two. more of a Portal 1 meme. But it's, it's not it in persists. the second but one? It's, it's, not it's referenced. Not it's, it's, it's only referenced. Yeah. But I guess you can't really talk about Portal it's without like portal's talking. It's like whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely the meme that I feel like helped it take off. Yeah. It, it it's kinda like um what's a good it it's kinda like how everyone memed about Sans and how that really made Undertale take off into mainstream. Yeah. Like yeah. it was already popular before. But since the funny skeleton man was being a meme, it just kinda boosted. Yeah. Skyrocketed, yeah. Yeah. The funny skeleton men, I'm sorry, both of them kind of got memed for a bit there. Mainly Sans at the end. Mainly Sans. Yeah. Well, that's because... he's still being memed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's because... he got in Smash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, technically. Well, and also, funny yeah. skeleton man, but I feel like Papyrus, he's only memed because uh, it started catching on the dude Skeletor's voice for him. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And people found that really funny. Yeah, didn't the Game Grumps originally? It, it was that? more Steam Train, which is also Game Grumps. Yeah. But it was it was Barry and Ross mm. playing uh. Undertale. That also helped it shoot up was technically Game Grumps slash Steam Train playing the game. And I think that's where a lot of the fan voices come from. Yeah. Is from that playthrough. Uh. Because before then it, it was kind of a wild west of what characters sounded like. But then, uh, when Steam Train played it, 
Ross was all like, hey, I'm going to do the funny Skeletor voice for Papyrus because I heard that's funny. Mm. So he did it through the whole playthrough. And then Barry voiced Sans, and Barry just did a deeper voice of his own. Uh. But, like, kind of a cool guy, like, not really monotone, but, like, chill voice. And I think that's probably where the fan uh, voice for Sans kind of comes from. Yeah. Yeah, because now it seems very consistent, like... Yeah. What does this have to do with Portal again? Anyway, Portal... <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. We're, where did we're, we're talking, about, talking the cake. about the cake. How yes. did we get to Sans and Papyrus? The, the memes. memes. How, how memes oh. launch games sometimes. Right. Can yes. someone explain the whole cake situation? So, in Portal 1, wait, do you actually not know? I know that it's actually in the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and you know the phrase, the cake is a lie? She promises to give you a cake, mm-hmm. but you never get it. Yeah, that's yes. basically it, actually. Yeah, she... She's going to incinerate you and says, hey, if you let us incinerate you, we'll give you cake. Yeah, it's pretty... Although I think well, even before that, a few test chambers before, yeah. when you're trying, when you're actively escaping, she's all like, no, don't do that. There's cake at the end. We'll reward you if you come back. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the rat man, the rat man writes the cake is a lie that, on his scribbles uh. is where the line comes from is I think like a few test chambers before GLaDOS even mentions the cake, you could find a Ratman den. And one of the biggest scribbles will just be like five times over, the cake is a lie, the cake is a lie, the cake is a lie, the cake is a lie. Uh, Okay. Um, Is is it actually in the game? Yeah. Um, After the credits, it will, the game will do a small cutscene in Portal 1. Where it goes into like this underground storage with like a bunch of like cores or something, and there will be a little cake. Uh, and it's Black Forest cake specifically, mm-hmm. with one candle on it, and it's just showing you that it exists. And then one of the like robot hands come down and like it take out the candle. the candle, which was the only light. And mm-hmm. okay, because yeah. I've seen the screenshot of it. Yes, but yeah. I didn't know if it was real. It's just the last cutscene in the game that's after everything else, and that's the last thing. Yeah. So if yeah. that's it, then why was it so heavily memed? It, it's because it was kind of an in-joke. Yeah. yeah. Because, also, in the song, uh, Still Alive, mm. GLaDOS mentions the cake, and mm-hmm. she's all like, oh, there's this cake here. The line specifically says, it's so delicious and moist. Yeah. So it was kind of an in-joke saying, oh, no, it just reminds me of that dumb comic. What? It's a very dated comic that very much tells you when it was made. And it's like, four friends at a party or something, like a frat party or something in college. They're like, oh man, party's cool, but I wish I could find the gamers in the crowd. That's an exact quote, by the way. Oh, And then, no. like, one of the girls with the, the, like, token girl with the group says, man, this cake is so delicious and moist. And then the next panel is just a guy in the background going, the cake is a lie! Uh, I see. So right. it was just kind of an in-joke of if you've played Portal, you knew about the cake is a lie. Okay. Yeah. So it was basically like a calling card for other players. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Um, I don't... Do they ever mention it outside of Portal 1? In 2? In well, 2? They... I know they mention it, but I'm saying like, do they ever like make it a deal anymore? As much as it was in Portal 1? No, I don't no. think they hardly ever. I think that's like like lightly mentioned in Portal it's only Two. Only lightly mentioned, and there was um, a birthday scene for Shell, but the present was supposed to be her parents. Oh yeah, uh, and then, and then it was just an goes... empty room with confetti going through the pipes. Yeah, and then Gladys going, "Oh, I guess they didn't show up." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it makes you any feel, if if it makes you feel any better, they abandoned you at their doorstep. Oh, yeah, that's what she says, yeah. something like that. That's the type of dark humor the game normally has. It mostly just makes fun of Shell for being an orphan. Yeah, because yeah. Th- that's one of the running themes is GLaDOS is really pissed at Shell for killing her. Yeah. So she will constantly poke fun at Shell. Yeah. I mean, understandable. What is, like, a quick summary of the plot? Like, of Portal 2 specifically? Yeah. Did someone else but me want to talk? Sure. I, uh, um, yeah. you get woken up 
in like basically an apartment room. Um, the announcer says that you have been asleep for asleep for fifty days, and then you do a basic exercise in lore, but it's just telling you the controls. Yeah. Then you go back to sleep, and when you wake up, it has been longer than the announcer can count because it just trails off a bunch of nines. Uh, Wheatley greets you at the door and and goes to move your chamber, and then uh, the chamber breaks, and you could see that there are a bunch of these, and Wheatley mentions that they're all dead. <laughs> You're the only one that's alive. And that's the, like, glass box. No, that's now. the por that's portal one. <laughs> that's portal okay. One. In Portal One, you wake up in a glass box. In Portal Two, it's a it's like a, a apartment. It's, okay. No, it's in a hotel room. Hotel room. Like yeah. a hotel room. Okay, continue. And so, so he drags this uh he drags the building not the building the room off to another building to say that hey we're gonna try to escape this place. Um, I'm gonna bring you to one of the test chambers that has the portal gun in it. It's a gun that makes holes, not bullet holes. But you'll see when you get there. So he drops you off into the first room of Portal 1, the glass box. And so you start going through the the um, original chambers, but they're all overgrown and broken down. Until you get the portal gun. And then you go into um, GLaDOS's old chamber. And she's still wrecked and dead. <laughs> So you, you pass by her, and I'm starting to trail off so, so someone pick up. Okay, so you, you you are going to the room that she's in, and you appear at this elevator, and you stick Wheatley like, in this port on the elevator, and as the elevator is going up, it flips all of these switches from the down position to up, because the walls of the elevator are flipping it up. And so, like, hundreds of switches are being flipped on as the elevator goes up. And when you get to the top, it, you know, you realize that you've awoken GLaDOS again. And she separates the two of you. And that's where she starts her antics of putting you through testing. Mm hmm Okay. And she's, throughout these test chambers, you could see her slowly rebuilding everything. Yeah. So, like, often through these first chambers, you'll see walls moving back into place and lights turning back on. And it's it's just really cool. And by the time you get to the second half of the game, Aperture Science is pretty much rebuilt. Okay. And then the second half is you get to GLaDOS, you do the thing, and Wheatley asks you to remove basically your face, her core. Um... And then Wheatley somehow ends up being the core replacement. Because it, um, the announcer comes up and is like, there's, uh, the current core is 80% corrupt. Replacement core detected. Would you like to swap? And of course, GLaDOS says no. Wheatley says yes. Uh, um, I think the game just loops until you say yes. Yeah, and then a button comes up, and you have to press the button, even though GLaDOS is stopping you mm -hmm. from doing that. Yeah, yeah. So you press the button, and you replace GLaDOS, and she gets put into a potato. Because I have seen that image. Which yeah. people dub, and I'm pretty sure in the files it's called Potatoes. Lovely. Yes. Um, and you replace her core with Wheatley. And Wheatley's all like, I'm going to set you free. Never mind. I'm evil now. Because being connected to the big computer thing... It corrupted him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he sends you back into test chambers, and he just basically messes up all the work GLaDOS did. Mm. Yeah. Once you finally get there, he first just drops you down like a trash shaft, and because, that's... No, because he gets really mad, and he, and he just starts punching the elevator down oh, until yeah. it breaks, and then you go all the way down the elevator shaft, which is to the bottom floor... Yeah. yeah. So Aperture Science slowly built on top of itself as the years mm -hmm. went by. So when you go to the bottom floor, you're at 50s Aperture. So you slowly make your way back up to the top. And that's when, fun fact, you see a cool little Easter egg of the boat from Half-Life. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So. And then the story basically just goes to 
you have to defeat Wheatley and then reinstall GLaDOS and then GLaDOS sets you free. Yeah, because yeah. she grows a conscious conscience, like wow. Yeah, through talking to you through the potato, yeah. since she's on your portal gun throughout that whole time. Okay. So she has banter with Cave Johnson and like the things that are happening around you. It's basically a way to get the main character to talk without making the mute character talk. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I know there's other cores in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, like, little robot boys. Yeah. Yeah, those come in the final act when it's time to take down Wheatley because the goal is to corrupt Wheatley enough for the announcer to want another change. Yeah. Yeah, and Wheatley, I think GLaDOS says Wheatley was specifically made to be a stupid core. Yeah, it was a stupid, Wheatley is, by design, a stupidity core. She even puts it as a bunch of super smart scientists coming together to make an idiot. Mm-hmm. And I think they- Is that, like, canon, though? Yes, or is yes, yes. Her I think just talking that, trash? That's, um, uh her rant as we're falling down the elevator uh, pit. Why is there any explanation for that? Uh, it, the cores are supposed to either enhance or disable GLaDOS in any way. Oh. So they made the stupidity core originally to kind of dumb down GLaDOS so she wouldn't get too smart, and I think was everyone. the intention. Oh. Even though that kind of happened anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in Portal 1, the cores are... There's the cake core, which... I know there's the space one. That's in 2. <laughs> but in 1, there's the purple cake core, which, honestly, all it just rants off is the recipe. recipe for Black Forest cake. Yeah. It just tells you the recipe for Black Forest cake. Is it a good recipe? Has I mean, yes. It's a, it's a, it's yeah, a it's recipe. Pre- it's pretty good, actually. I should try that sometime. I'm sure it exists. It's online. actually pretty good. I've tried it. So I mean, you can't have it. Well, yeah. Uh, um, what are the other cores in Portal One? I just remember the anger. there's a green one. Yes, we're getting there. We're okay. doing one first. There is a green. There, one. there was the anger core, which was all it did was just like angry hissed noises. It, yeah, just hissed at you. There was and another I think, one. I think the green one was like psychology there, like, or something. A curiosity. Curiosity one? core. Yes, the curiosity mm-hmm. core, and it would just ask you questions. No, that's two. Curiosity Core is two. We are talking like... about two. Yeah. Well, we're talking about one first. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on the the cores in two. There's a space core, and it just goes on rants about space. I used to memor- I used to have it memorized. Oh, I yeah. also used to have it memorized. There's the Adventure Core. There's the Adventure Core, yeah. Which, I don't remember the voice actor's name, but it's like an actual voice actor who does a lot of, like, adventure movies. Yeah. Uh-huh. And aren't his lines, like references to those yes his lines are all just references to his different movies he's done that's pretty cool and then curiosity core is the purple one yes which just like asks a bunch of strange questions like who are you what's wrong with your legs yeah and stuff like that yeah um uh don't they at one point go into space yes that's the climax of of uh the game because you find out through caves johnson's things that he took moon rocks from the moon to make some gels, and it was the basis for the portal gun. It's also what slowly killed him in the end. It is what killed him. Yeah. But Sniffing you find moon out that rocks, what a way to go. Was it like radioactive or something? I think that's... It, it was something it was. like that, yeah. 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 Just or, the same effect. Or so, or like he like inhaled or ingested some or whatever. Yeah, and... I think it was that. He inhaled some moon rocks. Yeah. But at the climax of the game, we, we, of course, analyzed your tapes, so he made all of the walls black walls, which are the ones you can't place portal on. Uh, however, you have the white gel, which can make any surface able to place a portal on. Mm-hmm. Uh, sprinklers go off because of a fire, and all of the walls turn back to uh, the black walls, but the one directly under Wheatley. You get knocked back by an explosion, the roof comes off, and all you could see is the moon. Because I have seen gameplay of this part. Yeah, yeah and yeah. you... So you and shoot you, the portal at the moon. And then you shoot the ground, and then you're, like, holding on to Wheatley. Uh, as you're on the moon, you're, like, already through the portal on the moon, and you're holding on to Wheatley. Um, and GLaDOS basically just gets back on and kicks him back off and saves you through the portal. 
Yeah. Thus kicking Wheatley and the Space Corps to live in space for the rest of eternity. Mm-hmm. And that's the climax of the game. They're still out there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Till Valve comes back to them. Never. Yeah. Uh, also, did we talk about Fact Sphere? The fa- oh, the that's the one we're missing that, is the that's Fact the one. one. That's the green one. That's the green one? No, that's... Well, that might be the green one and one, but... Yeah. I just know there's a green one. That's all. Yeah, that's the original one. And there's a space one. Space is orange. Because everyone, for a while, at least on, like, like, Tumblr... Oh, yeah. ...memed about... It's the funny core. The space Mm -hmm. one. Yeah. It's the funny core. Space. I I remember one of the quotes was, Yep, I'm in space. I'm proud of you, son. Dad, are, are you in space? space? Yes, son. No, we, we could be, be a family, family again. again. <laughs> yes, I do remember that one. <laughs> Beautiful. Orbit. Yeah. Slowly remembering. <laughs> Is that a good or bad thing? Oh, I'm no. just remembering it's, the like, meme thing. song Oh yeah. someone yeah. made. Uh, I know it's... Space. But but atmosphere but but black was never those you bird the big dipper orbit yeah that one yeah space orbit 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 space orbit orbit that's that one's hard to say <laughs> I wonder why asteroids asteroids anyway space stuff yes. yeah yeah but uh, I love Portal Two to be honest yeah, yeah Portal Two is so good it's so good the humor is great the the way it plays it's so smooth. Yeah, it never feels like you get too stuck anywhere. There's not yeah. a. Yeah. I feel like there's not a place in the game where I'm all like, I have no idea what this is asking me to do. I yeah. do that all the time because I never look up. Uh, <laughs> wait, we were playing. We were playing the co-op, <laughs> and, I'm, and we're just like, where do we go? And I'm like, oh, look up. There's yeah. a white wall right there. <laughs> but we but we janked it. So we were playing the co-op, the final levels of co-op, where mm-hmm. you're in the old facility trying yeah. to to access that vault. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what level it is, but there's a level where you have a light bridge, and uh-huh. you have blue gel, and the whole point is that you're supposed to put the light bridge here, uh-huh. adjacent to another wall, and put blue gel on both walls. Uh-huh. So, so you, you can, can just bounce, bounce off, off of it. <laughs> but instead of actually doing the intended thing of, like, because there, there's, there's an, an emancipation grid. Yeah, yeah. So you're supposed to have one person through while the other person is holding the bridge up. Uh-huh. Uh, so you could access the blue gel. Yeah. Um, how we did it is, like, okay, I'm going to put my portal here so the gel will start spraying you change the portal that I'm standing on to over there so it will be gelled, and by the time I die, your light bridge will be gelled. <laughs> and it worked. Yes. However, when wow. we got up there, we're like, hmm, there's a white wall that you could just use to to, to jump up there with the... With the Good job. Just, you yeah. overcomplicated it? We yes. overcomplicated it by gimmicking. Yes. That's all right. We barely talked about the co-op. I realized we spent oh. a total of, like, an hour yeah. already. Plus uh, for, 11. Yeah, about an hour talking about just the main story and not that... Oh, the it has a co-op! So, it's so good. Yeah, I mean, we referenced it in, like, oh... It when we were talking about be... Mel. Yeah, yeah and, and we were talking about, like, cores and yeah. robots and but, whatnot. Yeah, the co-op was so great. Yeah, the, so... I love the co-op. So for those of you who are like us and forget about the co-op even existing, or just don't have friends to play with, Oof. and never know what it is, um, it, it's a two-player co-op story. It's a whole like little mini story. So it's not like it, it's not like what most I feel like most co-op things are of infinite replayability. Yeah. Asterisk. Directly after the events of Portal Two, like right after Shell is sent off, because you could see. Atlas and Peabody waving to you as you're going up. In fact, they're your replacement. Yes. Lore-wise, as you leave the facility. Because I think since GLaDOS finally had some time to, like, act, be, like, with Shell, probably realize that, you know what? Human testing is probably not that great. Wait. I think all the robots have 
Atlas oh, yeah. is the blue, blue and one. short one. Peabody is, is the, the tall, tall and orange one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, but, but GLaDOS is all like, oh, whatever, robots are a little safer, and you could rebuild them. Other question about that, though. How does that explain the... Oh, wait, I guess this would be spoilers. Well, we've already said... Anymore. We've already said yeah. the climax of Spoil- the game. I'm still gonna say spoilers for co-op specifically. Um, how does that explain the, uh, the ending where you, like, find the vault of humans... Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. The whole point of the co-op is to get down to a vault full of humans. Yes. Are they alive? They're yeah, in, they're like, preserved. Preserved? And, like, they're, yeah. like, like... In preserved, yes. like, Preservation in mason jars or, like, in cryosleep? Please do not well, put like, anything in a mason jar. It, it is forever like cursed. So <laughs> they look like mason jars full of green liquid. Yeah. Oh, but no! I'm saying, are they, like... Like dead specimens or in cryo sleep? They're they're in, alive. In yeah. They're, they're in, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think you also find like chicks too. Yeah, you find birds. Yes, you find birds down there. Yeah. Like living birds. Yeah, like living birds with eggs. Mm. Yeah. And you scare off the birds so the eggs are left there. So Peabody and Atlas bring the eggs back, and uh, Glados takes care of them. Yeah. And that's like its little ending scene, the equivalent she of the cake care one. Of the birds. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Th- they have a name. The birds? Yeah, one of the chicks has a name. Uh. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I, re- I vaguely remember GLaDOS naming one of them. Keep talking about the multiplayer as I look this up. Um, The multiplayer is basically just the single player, except. You, you have two sets of portals to work with. Yeah, and so it can get. It can, like. There, I don't think there are that many confused... Well, there are definitely some confusing parts in the single player, but there are some of the parts... Some of those confusing parts in the two-player... I remember when we first played it, we got stuck some, sometimes. Yeah. There, there are some places that don't make any sense. Oh, yeah. Okay. What do, how do we all feel about Portal? It's an easy five out of five. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh, love yes. Portal. All across the board. Every single way. The game's great, and it still holds up today. Oh, yeah. I can't think of a single thing wrong with Portal. I feel like Portal 2 is an uh, era-defining game. Yes. That defines... um, When did it come out? 2011. 2011 was Portal 2. I feel like that game defines everything that came before it. Every single PC game that came before it, Portal 2, is basically, here's what the genre led up to at the time. That's a bold statement. I feel like it is. It's the perfect mix of the single player at the time, the physics-based puzzles at the time, Mm -hmm. the FPS at the time. The, like, brand of humor. Yes, the weird, like, dark humor at the time. Which I love. It's great. Same with the marketing. Uh, I did want to mention the marketing uh, for this game. They had, like, fake commercials for Aperture Science showing off some of the new yeah. uh, things that were in Portal 2, such as, like, the jump pads and, like, the boots that Shell wears so you don't take fall damage. Uh, when I would actually, I want to mention, when I picked up the game recently to replay it a little bit, I forgot that there wasn't actually fall damage. <laughs> yeah, so many games now have fall damage, especially yeah. FPSs. That's all like, wait, there's no fall damage? Yeah, yeah, especially since there's a canon explanation as why there's no fall damage. What is that? The long fall boots. They're just boots that what? Shell straps to her legs. Interesting. And they just prevent fall damage. And there's that none just... in the co-op campaign because they're robots. This just sounded like someone didn't feel like coding that. Well, and it would make the physics platforming worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Of, like, falling and then just death. Yeah. I think I found it. Hold on. What are you looking for? The The name of the Mr. Chubby Beak is the name. Mr. Chubby Beak? Oh, my God. Wait, what were we talking about? The The bird's name. Oh, okay. Anyway, Portal 2. We're still talking about Portal 2. We got Mr. Chubby Beak. Yeah. Wait, there was going to be a walking turret? That's scary. Oh, I want that now. 
It's oh, just one of the scrap now. characters. And they Betty. Who, who's they Betty? Betty, also known as the gyroscopic libertary absolver and disc operating system, is a cut core-based robot that was to appear in Portal Two. Uh-huh. Huh. huh? Is that is that where the is that where the uh, the one puzzle where you have to get the disc comes in? Yeah. What was that? That's a good question. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, can we end this? <laughs> I just want to mention one more thing before we end this. As I was looking up characters in Portal 2, there's a category called Others that has, like, the announcer guy from, like, the commercials, the companion cube, the bird, and Hoopy the Hoop. (gasps) Hoopy the Hoop! The Hoop? I love Hoopy the Hoop. I don't remember this. At the end of Portal 1, while while the entire building is exploding... (laughs) People named it? Yeah. (laughs) uh, There is a singular hoop... Like a hula hoop? Yeah, well, it's metal. It, it's a giant metal hoop from GLaDOS. That just lands and rolls past you. And oh the community my. named it Hoopy the Hoop, and it shows up constantly in Portal 2, just in, like, corners and stuff. Oh my really? God. I never noticed That's this. That's Hoopy the Hoop. I never noticed this. Easter eggs. Beautiful. I love this game so much. It's so good. Yeah, I, I love this game. I did want to mention one more thing, but... Oh my god. We're running out of time. You sh- you can go Mention for it. it. Go for it. Mention it? We're okay. 67 minutes. And? It's going to get cut and be like 50 minutes, though. Yeah. Ooh. Just go ahead. Just go. Go. So one of the things I wanted to mention that I love about Valve games that I think more developers need to do is developer commentary. I love how yes. every single Valve game has developer commentary mode. Do you know what that is? No. No? I do. So, when you... It it depends on the game. It's either when you beat the game or when you beat the level. You're able to replay that uh, in developer commentary mode. And it will play the same, but there will be, like, bright yellow 3D models of, like, a little, like, speech bubble. And if you walk up to it and press E, it will lower the volume of the game and have... The devs talking about that specific level as you're playing through it. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. And, like, this is where a lot of our trivia actually came from. Was not the community, like, community or, like, interviews with the developers. A lot of this information just comes from those developer commentaries. Of them just talking about the game. Yeah. Is that DLC? No, no, it's not. It's no. included with base game. It's just whenever you beat the game or the level, depending on the game you're playing, okay, mm-hmm. you're able to replay it with developer commentary on. It, is, it even found its way into Alex. Stuff. Yes, it's even in Half-Life Alex. Wow. They Valve, still do it. Valve is, Valve is good. When they're actually releasing yeah. stuff, Yeah, I, I tried doing the developer commentary mode in Alex, and then I realized, huh, my computer can't run this game. Oh, no. oh. So I got sick, and I'm just like, I should probably stop. But I, I wish more games did that. Like, imagine, imagine if one of these like random Nintendo re-releases of Nintendo six of Mario sixty four, they That'd had Miyamoto so cool. and a translator talking about each part of the game. Oh, I'd be so happy with that. That would be that would be cool. Or like, oh. what if Overwatch had that? Yeah. What if you? I feel like Overwatch is a little too crazy. Well, what There's if you could Jeff go into like the Overwatch team, like a custom game or a practice mode of yeah. each map, and turn on developer commentary, and you could like walk into a part of uh, King's Row where the garage is, and it will tell you about like why they decided to put the point there, why there's these windows here and there, and just why they built the things they did. Yeah. So I wish more games did that. And I highly encourage more games do that, please. Yeah, developer commentary mode is a really nice thing. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. I'm gonna try that out at some point. Yeah, yeah. Go into like Portal Two. Yeah. And but like you have to beat it. You have yeah. You have to okay. beat parts of it. Right. Yeah. Okay. But it's pretty easy to turn on. I think it's just in the settings, isn't it? I think so. And. In Half-Life Alex, I know it's when you start a new game after beating it, it's like, do you want normal or developer commentary? That's it. You can turn it on when you press new game. Uh, I, I wish... 
Petition. Less games do new game plus. More games do just developer commentary mode. Yes. Yeah. Xenoblade 2 developer commentary. Any RPG Ooh. with developer commentary would be like a mini series at that point yeah. with how long these games are. Yeah. I can't wait for the developer commentary in any RPG where you go, yeah, we literally just made this part to grind because we were too lazy. Mm. Yeah. Probably wouldn't work as well with RPGs, but... Well, some areas... Yeah, if you had yeah. them in, like, some parts of, like, major towns. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't the entire thing, but if it was just like, oh, this section is notable. Yeah. Anyway, more developer commentary, please. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, should we all give our final scores, okay, like, consistently? Okay, on the game. Uh, I think we I, all gave we, it a We all said a 5 out of 5 yeah. perfect game. Yeah. I mean, you're all screaming over but yeah, we all agree, 5 out of 5, perfect game, has no flaws ever. Defines the genre. Yes. Yeah. Get uh, Portal 2 if you have, haven't bought Portal 2. Although that's kind of redundant, because people watching this video would probably, you know... No. Because we're probably going to put a spoiler yeah. warning. Play it again! Play, Play it again! With developer commentary on! With developer commentary. <laughs> yeah. Get, negate this entire podcast because that's where all the trivia came from. Yeah. <laughs> and well, probably all like the background of development. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. FD <laughs>